All right, parents, welcome back to The Journey. This is Dan Panetti, and I've got Coach Yantis, Donnie Yantis, with us today. Coach, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. Um, blessed to be here. Yeah. Now, you, uh, we want to get to know you a little bit better. So um, uh, you're the head football coach at PCA, um, but where did you, uh, where'd you come from before you were here? And then just kind of go back a little bit and give us uh, some yeah. of the, the, the trail of your, uh, your history. Well, I, was, I came from Denver, Colorado as a head football coach at Valor Christian High School there. Uh, for two years, okay, um, was blessed to live in Castle Rock, Colorado. My wife and I moved there. Was it beautiful? After, it was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah it, it, you know, it kind of reminds you of Dallas, right? Yeah, a little bit now. <laughs> no, but it's a it's a blessing. You know, we we look at that transition from Castle Rock or Denver to here, and you know, we try to live by our priorities: faith, family before mm-hmm. before football, and um, you know, we believe that God opened the door here for a reason, and our families here close to us our, our daughter and our grandkids so that was one of the major um, decision factors in coming here from from denver because we loved where, where we lived yeah. and i was at a great school with great people um before before um valor i was at arizona state university for four mm-hmm. years i was a tight end coach recruiting coordinator um i was blessed to be um under the direction of todd graham there for two years sure. and then, then i was kept on with herman edwards for two years so uh, had a great it was great experience and, and a lot of learning to be honest with you. Yeah, you, you know when you when you stop learning, you might as well get out. Amen. You know? So for me, it was it was a, it was a blessing to be able to see things from a different perspective as an assistant coach and not a head coach. So um, that was a good thing. And before Arizona State, I was a head football coach at Arizona Christian University. Yep, it was a startup program in 2014. I was there two years. We won a conference championship. God did tremendous things. Um, threw me there with those kids in that program, and then the Arizona State uh, gig, you know, tempted me and and prompted me to do that, was which was really good with my wife being able to retire and stuff. So yeah, there was that, a lot of decision make factors, and there was a lot of prayer going into that decision because yeah. we loved Arizona Christian, but from a yeah, did you say Len Munsell brought you in there? Yeah, Len. Len's, okay, yeah, Len's, yeah. Len's. I used to do some work back in the day, um, and uh, Len Munsell did the work at Arizona, uh, their family policy council. Yeah, so he yeah. and I connected on a few things. I'm a huge fan of Len Munsell. Oh, so. Len, Len, he's the one who interviewed me and, yeah. and brought it, brought me in. So, and and his vision for what you know. He from has a taken biblical worldview yes. is really is one of amazing. the reasons we took the position because awesome. I think it's a true Bible college. Yes. It's not a, a name just, just like Prestonwood where they where I know Dr. Goddard and they talk about, you know, Christians just not in its name, it's who you are. Right. So um, you know, ACU is very similar to that. So there's a lot of similarities between Prestonwood and ACU. Um, and before that, I was a head football coach at Paradise Valley High School. Was my alma mater for 14 years. Yeah. Now, why football? Did you play all sports as a young kid growing up, or was kind of football your main thing? I was basketball, football. Okay. And at first, it was basketball, and then you know I was vertically challenged. So yeah. it's one of those things where <laughs> football just you know the body type and stuff just gave me the ability to play football. But sure. I was, you know, I played football. Um, I started in high school. Um, my head football coach. It was kind of like my dad. I didn't have a dad at that point in time in my life. So he became a, a father figure and taught me how to be disciplined, dedicated, committed. Mm. He didn't have, he didn't really necessarily show me Jesus, you know, but that's just right. not who he was. Thought just a great life principles, But, yeah, he though. did. Yep. The, 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 many of them are biblical, you know. So um, that's what attracted me to coaching is be able to give back to mm. the guys like me. So I was, I was blessed to be there for 14 years and impacted a lot of lives. You know, we won a lot of games, but – you know, it's it's not about the wins and losses. Yeah. So the wins and losses are a byproduct of 
what you teach them and who you are and what sure. you're about. So sure. um, same principles that we are here at Prestonwood. I was at Paradise Valley. You know, I couldn't really speak into the guys, you know, through a biblical perspective, you know, um, outwardly. Right. But everything that I was teaching was biblical. Yeah. It just had to be careful in how I presented it. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it point, a, points back to the cross, but you, you yeah, know, yeah, no doubt. I can't put chapter and verse on it as you're That's talking right. about different things. And, and during that time is when I found Jesus. You know, I was I was head coach there in 2005 or 2000 was my first year as head coach there. Okay, and then um, started attending church in 2005 and accepted Jesus in 2006, baptized in 2010. So that was really the, the start of the journey. Yeah. you know, to for that marathon. You know, I, I consider. Your walk with Jesus is, is a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. You know, so you're constantly mm-hmm. learning, constantly gaining ground, trying to, and, and you also take steps back, you yeah. know. So um, we're definitely not perfect people. Only one was, and it wasn't any of us. So. Amen. But, you know, yeah, that journey there. So I was at Paradise Valley for 14 years, and then I was at Glendale High School. It was my first head job in 1999. I was there one year. Okay. And then got a chance to go back to PV as the head coach. Beyond that, I was an assistant coach at Glendale Community College in Paradise Valley High School for four years before I became a head coach. So I was a short tenured uh, young coach, but I was one of those, uh, you know, I was I was a, a lifelong learner in the game of football. Right. You know, so it was one of those things where I was paying attention to everything that our head coach was instilling in our coaches and our players. And um, and when my head coach uh, resigned or retired, he said, "You want my job?" Wow. So, that was one of those things where that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Good, great experience, and you know, kind of shaped me who I am in terms of being blue collar, working hard. Um, nothing's been given to me; it's been earned. You yeah. know, and, and I'm very thankful and blessed because of it. Yeah. Now, you said you had a daughter who was here in the area. What, um, as far as your family, uh, yeah. other kids? Yeah, we have um, we have a daughter. Her name's Taylor, um, and she's married to Luke. She um, was a track volleyball athlete in high school at mm-hmm. the high school I coached at. So that was one of the reasons I stayed there for so long um, to see her through high school. And she um, got a track scholarship to Abilene Christian University. So she wanted a small college atmosphere that was Christian that had a football program. There you she's go. been surrounded by football yep. her whole life. And once so, she came to Texas, it's She, didn't, it's she wasn't stuck. leaving. She wasn't <laughs> leaving. So <laughs> she made that clear to, yeah, to mom and dad. That's, that that's she my story. Leaving. Once I got down here, yeah. it's like, I'm not leaving. So, you know, she uh, met her husband there. They're both heptathlete, decathletes. Sure. And, um, they got married, um, have two wonderful children, which are grandchildren, mm. Leah and Lincoln. They live down in Houston. So we are um, doing our best to promote Prestonwood to them. There you and, go. And, and pray every single morning that, yeah. that God opens the door for them, you know, here in Dallas because Luke's an engineer. So yeah. Give them a couple um, summers down there. Yeah, and yeah no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> you so, you want to get away from we, that humidity. We visited down there a few times, yes. and Houston is a place that we did not want to live. Yes. So Houston um, is a great place to visit. Absolutely, or to be from, right? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, yeah we're, um, so we're blessed, you know, to have our family here. Good. We have a son that lives in Phoenix. Okay. And, um who remained there and, and went to the University of Arizona and graduated and, and doing very well in his career. He's not married yet. But, yeah, um, yeah we're blessed with our two yeah, kids. Yeah. Now, your um, your football philosophy, I know you're going to share that with our parents, especially those who have kids who are going through the football program. Yeah. Super excited about that. I've got to hear a little bit of uh, just kind of your story and your kind of football philosophy because mm-hmm. it is really about developing character and about mm-hmm. pointing the kids to Christ. But just share a, a brief version of that with our parents. Yeah, really – I, I try to live my life every single day within my priorities or slash my pillars. Mm-hmm. And so from a football perspective and what my program, we have our four pillars, which is faith, family, education, and for our sport, football. Yeah. Um, 
and I try to live that every single day. So, you know, my wife is my best friend, Lori, um, biggest fan, biggest supporter, holds me accountable. You know, um, now does she when, does she sit in the stands or is she going to be down there on the sideline no, no, walking around with stands. you? Okay, she'll be in the stands, <laughs> and then she, you know, she it's good to be able to bounce things off for her. Yeah, you know, to be able to she keeps me balanced yeah. in terms of making sure I'm not you know too strong or too exactly. stern on yes. some things. You yeah. know, and showing grace. Yeah. Um, because when you get into the football mode, you, you know, you become it's almost tunnel visioned. You know, yeah. you see see one thing. So. Um, so I really practice what I try to practice. What I preach honor my honor my wife with everything I say and do. Um, so my I do that with my family, but in doing that, that's what God calls us to do. So mm-hmm. it's uh, important to me to be able to live it out. You know, with my family, um, who I am as a Christian. I'm not perfect by any means, but um, I certainly strive to be sinless. You know, and and or, or sinless. You know, so for us, that's a daily. Um, a daily goal or, or of us, of ours as, as a husband and wife is yeah. to be able to share the light and be able to try to live it out. Um, and I try to demonstrate to the kids, you know, what it's like to be a great husband. I think that's important for those kids to, to learn. Yes. Um, and a man, obviously coach and father and grandfather as they move forward. But um, honoring God and everything we say and do. So our, in our faith, we want to help these kids grow. Um, all of them are in different phases of their lives and in terms of their faith. So, we want to help them grow as a staff. You know, we, we try to mentor the staff as well. Um, just showing them the light, you know, giving them, giving them the direction. You know, I used the, the analogy the other day, you know, in terms of, you know, the, the directions for our life are in the Bible. It's there. Mm. And so yep. for us, that's, that's what we try and teach the kids. It's like the kids understood the analogy, like our playbook. So you, you prepare for a game Yep. and you, you work all day on Saturday preparing for the game and then you practice it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and you play the game on Friday. And I said, you spend all those hours preparing to get ready to play the game. And I said, it's very similar in our spiritual life. If we don't, you know, study it, practice it, practice it, practice it, when it comes to game time, that's when we will fail. And, yep. I, and I told the kids, I said, if we didn't practice all week and we went and played a game on Friday and we didn't weren't prepared, we'd probably fail. Yeah. And, and it happens in, in life. So if you're not – if you're not in the Word, if you're not um, fellowshipping, you're not, you don't have accountability partner, all those things, going to church on a regular basis because I think it continues to fill us up. Um, and that community is what Jesus calls us to be in. Um, so that's, that's what we like to do with our faith. And from a family, I want our guys to honor their parents. I want them to honor their brothers and sisters, uh, honor their teammates, their, their football family. But more importantly, you know, it, I think it's just important that um, they're givers of respect, love, to their family sure um give her their time yeah i think that's important so we try and uh emphasize that with the kids on a daily basis um you know i I have a player that i coached at my former school and i'm really big on writing letters to their mom and dad and putting it on the counter we'll do that a couple times a year honoring their parents on a daily basis they go home and take the garbage out can i do what how can i serve you mom can i do the dishes what can i do take the garbage out can i wash the car whatever it is vacuum all those things um that they can do rather than let allow their parents to do it. Um, to be servant leaders and to love them, spend time with them, put their phone down, you know, and be intentional about their time. So those things are important. I have a former player at Valor, um, and we did the same thing at Valor. And, you know, and I want to say we forced it, but we really encouraged it. Right. You know, so, um, and that young man's mom is, you know, just diagnosed with stage four cervical cancer, mm. you know, and so we're praying for her on a daily basis. But, you know, my, my point is the lesson, 
you know, for that young man, all the time he spent in those two years, man, really pushing to spend time with mom was important. Yes. So, you know, being a giver of time, love, and respect to their family. Um, academically, uh, our bar is high. Like, I'm, it's not a, well, we want you to be eligible type of thing. It's uh, when I got to Valor, our team GPA was 3.0. When I left, it was 3.59. That's awesome. So that just doesn't happen overnight. Right. It's an intentional daily occurrence where you're teaching them how to be successful in a classroom. Mm-hmm. Sit on front, sit on time, in front, on task. Put your phone away. Do every assignment. Study for every test. Yep. And be a giver of your time to your academics and be intentional. So all those things are, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of – for lack of a better word, hammering nails every single day mm-hmm. on those kids to make sure that they're doing that. And then, we're, and then we're also, from an accountability standpoint, Coach Moore and myself, our Coach Moore's monitoring every single week the grade reports. Yeah. So find out where everybody's at percentage-wise. And if they, they get below a certain point, uh, below a 3.0, we're bringing them in and, and find out, looking at their their website, you know, our platform, and saying, what what are you missing? Right. And then make sure if they if they continue to struggle, we're communicating with those parents yeah. and say, make sure you're checking the platform. Make sure you're you know where your son's at. Make sure you're, he's communicating with his teachers. As coaching staff, we won't communicate with teachers. That's not our job. That's the the student and the parent. But to make sure that um, everything's turned in, because I, and I told the kids, I said, you you might have got an 85 on a test, and they might accidentally put a 65 in. I said, so just knowing where your stuff is. And, and I used that from when I was in college. We didn't have all the all the devices. Sure. But I had that syllabus, and I wrote down every single score I got, and I'd get a paperback. I'd write it down. And then and then if my paper didn't match the grade at the end, I would, I would go to the teacher and say, well, I, got, I got 90 on this. I didn't get a 70, and here it is. So just making it because we're not perfect, yeah. you know, so as educators. So we want to make sure yeah. our kids are, are, and un- are knowledgeable. With that. And unfortunately, athletics over the years has gotten a bad reputation. Some of it earned, right? Absolutely. That, that you know, our students are not athletes and uh, academic, you know, as well. You kind of, you know, choose one or the other. But, you know, the reality is, is if you're going to be successful in one area of life, you really need to be successful in all areas of life. No, no doubt. So, so the academics is a strong part of that. I'm, no. I'm sure our parents are glad to hear that. 100%. How you do anything is how you do everything. Exactly. And, and I talk to the guys. You don't hear, you don't hear me say players. It's about student athletes. And then exactly. student Good. guys before athletes, you don't hear someone say athlete students. Yeah. <laughs> they're student athletes. They're student and athletes. so we know they're students first. And that's yeah. why they're here to earn education and being at a Christian and kingdom education. So for us, it's influencing those guys uh, to understand what it means to be a student athlete. And I, I challenged them yesterday about being uncommon. You know, and you talk about the aura or the perception of football teams, you know, disrespectful. Um, use negative language, um, abusive. You know, there's a lot of things you see on the outside. Sure. Because you, know, you see everything in the news and most of it's negative. They don't usually promote the good stuff. That's so, right, they don't. So <laughs> for us, we want to be uncommon. We want to be different. We want to hold the doors open. We want to treat them, teach them how to treat a young lady. You know, that's someone's daughter. That's someone's future wife. You know, so understanding what it's like to be uncommon as a, as a student athlete not, or as a football student athlete. You know, so we want to, we want when people encounter our players – our student athletes, mm-hmm. right? We want our team. We want them to say there's something different about them, right? You know, from a spiritual standpoint, obviously, but as as people, so yeah. we hammer that down. So um, Friday nights here are mm-hmm. um, fantastic, right? Football mm-hmm. games are tons of fun. Texas football is just incredible, so you're going to yep. enjoy that. Um, but any kind of word of advice or, or wisdom you want to share with our yeah. parents on kind of what you expect from our parents? I know. 
right, with those student athletes, those players, those sons of ours that are out there with you, right, that's yeah. fantastic, share, you know, sharing the philosophy you have for what kind of young men you expect uh, them to be. Any word you want to share with our parents, what you expect uh, as the community comes out to support you, to support our players and our, you know, sons, yeah. um, what you expect of, of kind of like, you know, what the environment looks like? Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's a great point. And, you know, I hit it a little bit in our parent meeting, but, you know, I think it's important to enjoy your son's mm. games. Yeah. You know, don't play through them. Don't live through them yeah. watching them play. Yeah. And um, in 10 years, it doesn't matter what he did <laughs> on the field on Friday night. Yeah. You know, it just really doesn't, yeah. you know, in the big picture. Um, so I, I think that's the big thing is, is, you know, have a sense of community with the other parents. Mm -hmm. You know, enjoy the accomplishments of other parents' kids, okay. of our team. Love that. Um, I think it's important. I think uh, – you know, I'm a big proponent, and I've been doing this so long. And I was a parent, too, so I was on the other end. Sure. So I, I got to experience it, yeah. and you it really it taught like. me a lot, yeah. you know, how to sit on my hands and not, not you know, complain about the coach. Mm -hmm. Because that coach is with them. And I think of my daughter's volleyball coach. He was with them every single day mm. in practice, two hours a day. And he knew that team. He knew their personalities. He knew how they messed. He knew how they rotated well or who worked well together. Right. And, um, and I didn't. You know, I might have saw, hey, why isn't so-and-so in? Why is he taking her out? Mm -hmm. But it's ultimately he understood that team chemistry right. and understands what they're doing. So no coach is trying to lose. I know that. So from our standpoint, I think it's just, <laughs> you know, I always have this parents, parents, parent, coaches, coach, and kids perform. There you go. And I think that's the most important thing. And, um, you know, we're not going to be perfect as coaches, mm -hmm. as players, as parents. And I'm certainly not going to judge how someone parents. That's how they. That's that's on them and God. Um, for me as a coach, I'm gonna get. We're gonna give them our best. We're gonna prepare. Um, we're not always gonna be right, just the way it is. And and the players are gonna give us our best. And they're not always gonna be perfect either. They're gonna make mistakes. There's gonna be some kids that make more than the others. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's, if if football is the ultimate team sport, so it I is. think as a parent, like enjoy the experience because before you know it, you're gonna be. They'll be gone. Those kids will be off to college, and there won't be any more of these Friday night lights, especially for these senior parents to understand, like, man, enjoy these 10 regular season games, and then, get, you know, who knows what happens when we get to the playoffs. Hopefully we play 14 games. But enjoy it because it goes so fast. And, and, I would, and I, the last thing I would say on that is, like, when you're on your way home or at the dinner table, like, just praise them and appreciate them. Say, man, great job, buddy. You know, I loved watching your team play and da-da-da. You know, I think that that's an important thing. And, that, and that's hard for a lot of parents. Right. Um, but I think it's important. It's important as a lesson um, on, on teaching your kids on how to act as a parent when they grow up and be parents. Um, and I think it's, uh, it's a, a good way for your son to respect you. And I, I've told the player, uh, parents at every stop, your son is not um, excited about you up there yelling, yelling in the stands about another kid or a coach or even him. You know, it actually, I had a kid, and I, I think I said this in the parent meeting, I've had a kid at, at Valor and here since I've been here say, Coach, um, I just want to warn you about my mom or my mm, dad, whoever it yeah. is. And I think that those, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, you shouldn't be worrying about that. Yep. That's my point, you yep. know. So they should be thinking, like, hey, my mom and dad are there to support and love me. So, and hold me accountable, obviously. But I think that would be my advice. And just enjoy, you know, partnering with the staff. Um, if there's any issues you know, mental, socially, physically, uh, academically, any of those things, like my door's always open. Awesome. It really is. It's uh, when we talk about playing time, I'm just not, that's just not something we'll conversate about. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about Friday nights in Texas, about taking the field with these kids. These kids are wonderful kids.
They really are uh, working their tails off. So respectful, yes sir, no sir. Um, really want to do well. They want, you know, they want to be successful. So we're trying to help them be successful in all phases of their life. Yeah. Well, we're excited to have you, Coach Yanis, and your family here uh, at the PCA community, and we look forward to the Friday Night Lights and all the work that you've uh, put into uh, training up these uh, these players, these boys, these young men, uh, and actually getting out on the field and, and getting after it. So. Yes, sir. Well, yeah. I, I don't take the responsibility lightly. It's uh, something that uh, God's called me to do. I'm excited to serve with y'all um and um look forward to putting putting out a product on the field that y'all be proud of yep. and i know y'all will those yep. kids are great kids so yeah absolutely. i know i know you're busy so thanks for some time coach thank you take care and god bless you